what should we call this one? I like am thinking about how much it took to stab or to get to like take out homeboy yeah. that's not it you know what tirta is no no still keith ham keith ham is spiritually keith ham. fucked i fucking hate him yeah spiritually i didn't fucked. know i was gonna hate him keith ham is cuckoo and spiritually fucked cuckoo and spiritually fucked also cuckoo he totally looks like a psychopath Oh my God, I saw, not related to anything, what Aldridge bought me for Christmas. I thought he got you an ice thing. He is. Yeah. Was, is a it butter upon bacon? Fucking posture fixer thing. <laughs> like a backwards bra, like a gun yeah. holster looking ass. Did you ask for one? No! <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to fucking feel about this. I literally am like cruising through my Amazon orders because uh-huh. I'm just trying to do inventory uh-huh. on like everything that I've bought because I have You don't it. think he got it for himself? No. Because he constantly talks to me about not constantly, but like he'll I'll complain about like my back hurting and he'll like allude to my posture and <laughs> fuck him <laughs> I look and I'm like surely this isn't <laughs> how dare you <laughs> wait I'll, I'll have to delete this you gotta find like one that's like like a dick posture correction <laughs> just a jock strap like, oh, my oh my god, god. that's what have you should get him a jock strap things that hold their balls that's what you should get him I'm gonna get him a ball holder oh my god you should okay done done um, you want to bash it? You want? Uh, you want to go? You want to go? Does he know that you know about it? I haven't even mentioned it to him. This is so exciting! Oh my god, I bet you I could find. What do I call it? A ball holster? Real thing? Like, like balls? I put testicles? Testicle holster. Thank you, because it was. It was not. <laughs> it was not picking up what you were putting down. No, because why would it? Testicle holsters. Oh my God, they're like $28. Is this an issue? Is this an ongoing issue that we did not know about? We are not privy to? Oh my God, there's one. Okay, there's a $9 one. I'm going to buy him. Arrives before Christmas. Perfect. Perfect. Bye now, bitch. Game on. It's like the peach candle that goes back and forth. I know. I don't know what is it here. It's still here. Don't tell me about it because apparently I can't know anything. About yeah, it. no, it is. It is still here. I haven't found the perfect um, opportunity. It has to be yeah. right, or else yeah. then it's still- otherwise it's not like yeah. That's gonna be so funny. It's so good. You're gonna need to record when he opens it. Don't look. Uh, he knows. I'm gonna say don't look at Amazon. He knows why. Mm. Okay. Okay. Done. <laughs> I feel so excited right now. <laughs> I feel I'm so tickled. I'm so tickled. I can't wait to wrap that shit. That's gonna be so fun. I know. Okay. Okay. So the last few weeks, we've taken a little bit of a break. Uh huh. From full like yeah. The, the the terrible from full yeah. yeah yeah. So we're just gonna dive, dive right back, back in. in. 
to full full yuck. yuck. Okay. And so trigger warning for this whole episode, there is allegations of uh, sexual abuse of children. Oh, fuck. Okay. And murder. That's not a trigger warning. That's not even bad. It's there. It's not even bad. I mean, it's bad. I don't know why. When I think like a trigger warning for kids, uh, well, no, for like, yeah, comparing one to the other, I would rather. I feel like murder is not as bad as. I guess depending on the murder, but yeah, okay. So, so if you don't, if you can't handle that life, yeah, maybe skip this one. But I'm assuming if you're here. You can. You probably can it. handle that life. Yeah, yeah. I know. you know what you're getting into. Yeah, you point. know what you're getting into. Yeah. It's fair. So today we're going to be talking about Keith Ham and the Hari Krishnas, or the International Society for Krish- for Krishna Consciousness. Krishna, Con- ISKCON. Yeah, is what it's uh, um, commonly I've known seen, as. Like in like at like a lot of um, I've seen him on a few different like like markets where they'll have like a tent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's still very much a thing. Yeah. So ISKCON is a religious organization that follows the teachings of the Hindu god Krishna. Krishna. And maybe at some point we might have to have like a little like bonus episode about the Bhagavad Gita because there's a lot of cult, like a lot of like spiritual cults that that take, and, and honestly a lot of just like spiritual teachings that come from the Bhagavad Gita. But Krishna is an avatar for the Hindu god Vishnu. So in Hinduism, there's like these three gods of creation Mm -hmm. or three gods. And it's Brahma is the god of creation. Vishnu is the sustainer. Shiva is the god of destruction and rebirth, like the cycle, right, Mm -hmm. of uh, death and rebirth. I feel like when we did that yoga, when you did that yoga class where you taught us, Oh, like the goddess workshop? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were brought up. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we talked a lot about, sh- like, their consorts mm-hmm. or their, like, wives that they have and all these different um, who are also, like, these super powerful goddesses. But as Krishna, the so Vishnu gets sent down and will become, in order to, like, sustain peace on, on Earth, and continue like the cessation of life. Um, he comes down as Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita and he guides the warrior Arjuna to follow his dharma and fight on the side of good, even though he's facing like his family on the opposite side. Oh. So he's like, I don't want to do anything. And he's like, You have to. You have yeah. to follow your dharma. This is like your path in life. And so there's a lot of wisdom that comes out of the Bhagavad Gita. Super like there's like whole scholars that just only do the Bhagavad only Gita. Only do. Oh, that's crazy. So Super, super important work. But ISKCON was founded by a man called A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. I know. It's Whoa, a lot. what the fuck? In 1966. <laughs> I know. I kind of love it, though. It's like yeah. so long. Uh-huh. Um, so Prabhupada is highly revered. However, he believed that slavery should have never ended. Uh, what? That, yeah, that Ooh. women were not as smart as men. And ah. yeah, he's spoken about how Hitler was... A hero. Oh, what the fuck? So we can just stop that right now. Yeah, we can just... Mm. We can just not. Yeah. So... So much wrong. Just I like, know. Almost double downing, but then triple. <laughs> just I like, know. oh, like, say less. Say, say no less. More. Yeah. I know, I've heard it all. All I need. 
So he was a member of a spiritual movement before starting ISKCON, but the movement fell apart when the death of its leader left a power struggle and the organization couldn't recover from it because everyone was like vying for power. It tore the whole organization apart. So Prabhupada is older at this point. He goes to New York in 1965. He's 70 years old. Oh, my gosh. I think he had a heart attack even, like, on the boat over. So he is, like, not in, like, really good Not in great shape at all. And so rather than taking his message about Krishna consciousness, like, to the higher New York elite, he uses all of his money, buys this little storefront in Manhattan, and starts teaching classes on the Bhagavad Gita. And that attracted young hippies because this is 66. Yeah. And it's that whole like 3HO, Osho, like the mm-hmm. spiritual gold rush mm-hmm. where all of these like trying to find disaffected like young people are looking for something different. Right. So, mm, sip my coffee. Coffee. Your reindeer mug. In my reindeer mug. Perfection. Even though it's like the new year now. That's oh, right. For you. For listener. you guys. So in 1966, his classes drew the attention of a man named Keith Ham. Keith Ham. Keith Ham, born in 1937. Ham was the son of a conservative Baptist minister and learned the trade very young. So like he would go with his dad and they would both be like out there preaching wow. things. Okay. So he moves to New York to study at Columbia, but then kind of gets swept away with like Greenwich Village in the 60s. Yeah. Because that's like really cool yeah. there's like celebrities I, I could see that and cultural influencers bob dylan marlon brando were all just like his neighbors that's so crazy what I a know. wild world i know then in 1965 he drops out of columbia and he and his good friend and lover howard wheeler travel to india to find a spiritual guru because mm-hmm. they were like we want to dive deep into this let's go find someone but they returned six months later having not found anybody having nothing Boo. Instead, they find A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada <laughs> teaching Bhagavad Gita. How does that? <laughs> I also watched a documentary oh, about so it. you, like, so, had yeah. heard it enough times, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the words are, like, enough where I have said enough Sanskrit thingies. Where I'm like, like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So they find him teaching the Bhagavad Gita classes in Lower Manhattan and leading a group of Hare Krishnas in a chant. So chanting was really, really, really big. Mm -hmm. And so chanting in like these communities, it's called Kirtan. And it's like, it's, you've seen, you've, I've chanted before. Yeah. So it's like that. So the whole class joins in and it's usually a call and response thing. And it's like really, really powerful. Right. It's super, super fun. It is. So, and it's super, even if you're not, like taking part in the chanting. Yeah. Walking by when they when I would see him at different, you know, street fairs or whatever. And just watching it happen it's is magical. Is really, really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's magical for sure. It's really, really cool. Yeah. So they go and they were like, this is it. We found him. Like we found our guru and this What a cool feeling. Yeah. Like they were like, this is it. So Ham spent so much time volunteering and devoting himself to spreading Krishna consciousness that he had little time to work. So he goes and he strolls down to the welfare office to get unemployment. And at this point, he shaved his head, except for this little, it was called a sika. It's kind of like a little top knot. Yeah. Um, and was barefoot in cutoffs because, and you know, in Greenwich Village, it's like not a big deal. No. But he goes down to the welfare office and they were like, mm, you have to go to Bellevue for like a mental health screen, like the mental institution before you, you can get unemployment. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the 60s. Yeah, okay. 
So he goes to Bellevue, signs some paperwork without reading it, and he's going on about being a devotee of Krishna, the blue-skinned boy, and ends up being committed. Oh, he had signed all this God. paperwork without looking, and it basically was like, We can yeah, commit you. I, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. So then he's stuck oh. in there for a long time. Oh, my and he got trapped. Yeah, because do they make people do that? Or were they like under the like, they're like, we're gonna Maybe need back to get then. this child, we're gonna need to get this guy checked out. Yeah, and then like sent him. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But that's fucking crazy. His boyfriend, Howard Wheeler, oh. was like, play the game. Just get out. Just like. Yeah. And he was like, get your ass home. Yeah. He's like, you you know how to just just fake yeah. it. Like, just appease yeah. them. Get out of there. And he was like, you know what? I think I'm not going hard enough. <laughs> and so then he starts lecturing on Krishna consciousness at the hospital. Oh. And so then the, they're like, okay, well, now we, we're having a really hard time to get, to get you out. So yeah. they send Allen Ginsberg, the, fate, the famed, like, beatnik poet, uh-huh. to Bellevue to try to, like, advocate for him and, like, get him released. And they were like, we will only release him to, his, uh, to a family member. Uh-huh. So even though he was estranged. Not even, like, his own boyfriend who he spent however many years with or whatever. Like, I'm just assuming. I don't know how yeah. long they were together. But long enough to, like. No. Well, it's the 60s. Yeah, that's true. They don't. Oh, they, probably, they, they could have sent him because they were like, you're a little femme. Yeah. And don't love gay. it. Yeah. Yep. I'm we, and we're not cool here. Nope. So he is estranged from his family. He reluctantly calls his dad and his dad comes. He's like, I'll come home. Yeah. And then his dad comes and gets him. And as they're driving away, he jumps out of the moving car. Say, did he just tuck and roll his way out of he there? He tucked and rolled <laughs> and then ran away. And his dad was like, the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Yeah. That's what I would have done. Maybe wait. I would have waited him for him to go roll slow. <laughs> roll slow. But if I, I didn't want to go fast home was he with going? somebody, I don't know. But if I didn't want to go home with somebody, I just needed him to get me out of jail. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, There's a reason they were estranged, right? I have no idea. I didn't even go into. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Assuming. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. It's the yeah. '60s, and yeah. um, his dad is a Baptist minister, mm. and he's gay. Yeah, oh, so probably he was like his dad's like, oh, perfect. I'll come cure him. I'll pick yeah. him up. He probably, I mean, he probably said so much shit to get him to even come out there. But anyway, this whole situation gives him like the ultimate street cred. That's incredible. Like, he just is. He moves up so quickly, basically because of the situation. Uh huh. So after that, both Howard Wheeler and Keith Ham, they're initiated into the movement. They shaved their heads. They started donning the traditional like saffron, like orangey robes. And Ham takes the name Kirtananda Dasa, meaning servant of the one who takes pleasure in Kirtan. Kirtan's the chanting. Mm-hmm. So he moves up really quickly, and then he travels with Wheeler to Montreal to set up an ashram there. So he starts taking on more responsibility and then in 1967 ham travels to india with Prabhupada and was the first disciple to enter into his order of renunciation which is like this lifelong vow of celibacy in mind word and body thus giving him the title kirtananda swami i will not be referring to him as kirtananda swami or kirtananda i'm just going to call him keith ham because um we hate him yeah we hate him and also I don't know. The whole changing of the names thing. I don't it's know. Weird to I me. don't know. I can't. I'm not there. And I don't want to. Changing names is 100% up to another person. Certainly. But I feel like there's a lot of situations, and especially like in these group 
like this group think where it's supposed to be symbolic of leaving this past behind you. But a lot of times it's used to separate people from their families and makes it they mm-hmm. make them more entrenched. And so I don't like that. Like, no. I think that, and it's not always the same. It's not like no. William to Bill or we know whatever. But I think I, I I do think that when some they're just like trying to leave by leave behind a part of their identity that they it's it's it is convenient to separate yourself from. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So at this point, he seems like he's a very devoted student. Yeah, he's not that's Swami. why I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Uh-huh. He's gaining the trust of the guru. But then he travels back to New York against Prabhupada's wishes and gets very weird. He starts donning black robes and a priest collar and claims that Prabhupada had a vision that he wanted Keith to take his message more mainstream. So he starts adding in Christian vibes into his lectures. And then he also tries to sell a manuscript of Prabhupada's translation of the Bhagavad Gita to a publisher and claim it as his own. And the publisher was like, I don't buy that this is yours. No. So it doesn't go over well with him. And it also doesn't go over well with Prabhupada or any of the other disciples. Prabhupada bans him from lecturing at ISKCON temples. And in a letter to a lead disciple, he says that Kirtananda has gone crazy. Oh, this is a quote. Kirtananda has gone crazy and might need to go back to Bellevue. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> he's not wrong. No, which is also kind of like, oh, that's a little, that's a sharp little, little jab. Little jab. So Ham is exiled from the Hare Krishna community. Meanwhile, he's living with Wheeler in Pennsylvania and sees an ad for a piece of land in West Virginia owned by a man named Richard Rose Jr. And he is a new age writer and thinker and was looking to use his land to be used as an ashram. And he said, quote, the conception is one of a nonprofit, non-interfering, non-denominational retreat or refuge where philosophers might come to work communally together or independently, where a library and other facilities might be developed. End quote. So he's like, I just want this to be a spiritual place. Yeah. No dogma, no like rules or like anyone. That's where we can all just come together. Yeah. Everyone can be accepted here. Right. So Ham goes out and meets Rose and immediately Rose is like, I don't like him. I don't trust him. Red alert. alert, He said that he like gave him this vibe of like a politician and not a spiritual leader. And he was like, that's super dangerous. Like I've been around enough to know this is like not good. Well, and if somebody is trying to share their spirituality, you would think that they would just share it as it is rather than trying to change it to appease or to to like try to bring in a bigger crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's just very it's very political in that mm-hmm. moment, in that case. Yeah. And so originally he's like, no, I'm not going to lease this land to you because, again, doesn't like yeah. him. But then he ends up in a little bit of hot water when some kids sneak onto his property and set off firecrackers. And he runs outside thinking that someone is shooting a gun at him or like at his property. But so he goes pew-pew. out. He co- Yeah, he goes out, pew pews and injures a kid in a car. And so he needs money for a lawyer. In the meantime, Ham has written to Prabhupada to apologize because Wheeler was like, you're going to you can't start this ashram thing and not be like you're not going to get any followers like you need to just suck it up, apologize to Prabhupada and get back in his good graces so you can be a part of the movement. So that you can get his support. So you can get his support uh and it can be part of like it could be a part of Iskhan's like ashram. Uh huh. Fleet? 
Sure. A fleet of ashram. A fish fleet of ashram. I'm like, I don't know. That's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Prabhupada welcomes him back with open arms. Shut and he's up. like, I'm so glad that you're back. It's like a lost son has returned. Like, I'm so happy. And so Ham tells him all about this land in West Virginia. And he's like, this sounds amazing, but this is what we need. We need cows. We need a farm. We need all of this stuff. And he's like, but that can't happen without a lease. Like, you need yeah, to secure yeah. a lease. So desperate for money, Ham comes back or Ham comes back to Rose. Yeah. And Rose is desperate for money. So he's finally like, okay. he's like, yeah, I will give you. He gave him a 99-year lease for $4,000. 99 years for $4,000. That is nothing. Yeah. And so they start the community of New Vrindavan. such a big commitment for something that you didn't feel good about at first. I know. And then you're like, no, I'm going to just throw 99 years on it. Yeah. Just. Yeah. So they start the community of New Vrindavan. And Vrindavan is a town in India where they say Krishna was born. So, New Vrindavan. I don't know where the B came from or the V. I don't know. Anyway. Sure. So, New Vrindavan starts out pretty primitive. Members are living in vans, in shacks, or in barns. Mm -hmm. And then the community starts to grow. They pitched a few tents. Yeah, basically. So, the community starts to grow. And then, especially because the Beatles start getting involved, the Beatles had already been to India with the Maharishi. Oh, my God. But then... George Harrison gets involved with the Hare Krishnas and ends up recording a whole record of chants for them with the help of Paul McCartney because they were like very much into the movement. And so like George Harrison is there. Just his name being attached to it like draws all these people in. He even, George Harrison even bought like this beautiful manor that's like in England Mm -hmm. um, that, oh my gosh, this is a side note. So polystyrene, the punk singer, Polystyrene was a punk st- singer from for the band X-Ray Specs. She actually left X-Ray Specs when she was young and then became a Hare Krishna and moved into this like manor that George Harrison bought and was like living oh, wow. there for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know. Very cool. Anyway, this is another side note. Mm. Polystyrene also said that boy George tried to become a Hare Krishna, but uh, was denied because he was gay. Because they were like, well, you can take a vow of celibacy or you can marry a woman and just like fake it or whatever. But you can't just like you be out just and be gay. gay and do. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Okay. That does suck. Yeah. So that's where these peeps are coming from. Mm-hmm. So soon Prabhupada visits New Vrindavan and falls in love with the land. And it's really, really beautiful. It's like hilly mountainside. That's what I imagine and when like I think beautiful of beautiful trees. Yeah. Green. So he tells him he thinks he might move to move his headquarters there. And he's like, I have this vision of like seven temples on seven hills and like roving cows mm-hmm. and just like this beautiful communal farm. Super grandiose land yeah so ham starts building a place for him to live because he's like well yeah if this is i want to entice you to come here yeah so he starts building this like palace and it's made out of marble gold and carved teak wait they just like wheeled this shit into west virginia and like 
the most extravagant natural materials, I feel like. Yeah, so all really expensive. And they don't do any of this with an architect. They just go off of like hams. Like, I think that this is what we're going to do. I'm going to shoot from the hip. Yeah, so to fund this, they start selling incense. (laughs) Yeah, they open a dairy with the cows that they have. And then they send out followers to Panhandle. They call this gathering Lakshmi. Which I hate so much. Yeah. Which I I don't know. Goddess uh, Lakshmi is the goddess of like prosperity and like fertility and like how dare they put this doo doo on her name? I know it feels really yuck, yeah. but I don't know. Just panhandling, gathering. I mean, Lakshmi. yeah, no shitting on respectful no. panhandling because you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, you gotta but make, yeah. panhandling for like a golden temple feels like. It's not really necessary. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And I think that if somebody knows what it's going to, if they knew it was going to a golden temple, they'd be like, huh, no. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. I hate when I think you're okay. Liars. Yeah. yeah. So they start, so also in order to start getting more money, they start straying from going out in their orange robes and asking for donations and start doing shit that like ends up coming back to bite them in the ass later down the line they dress in street clothes and say that they are gathering money for like meals on wheels for like kids with cancer like hungry kids of america like all this other like all this crazy stuff just lies they sell knockoff posters and stickers like at rock concerts like rolling stones they like sell like knockoff shit in the parking lot Uh uh-huh they Develop this one method that they call picking, which is when they find a group smoking weed outside a concert and then they come up to the group and they flash a badge and they were like, we're going to have to write you a citation. And so then they start writing the citation and they give it to them and it says, you're found guilty of having too much fun. What? And then, and then they're like, and then they're like, oh, we're just, you know, here collecting donations for our children's charity. And most people are like so relieved, relieved in that moment. They're like, they're fuck like, it, yeah, here's take 20. all my monies. Yeah. Oh my god. They said it almost always worked. Yeah, I can see how that, yeah. like the pivot. They're just the relive it, the relive it. Honestly, if it were pivot, <laughs> if it were me, I'd probably give them money too, just yeah. for the laugh. Yeah. Like, like I had a good, good time. Yeah. Yeah. Like two seconds. You think you're going to get like arrested or a huge ticket. Yeah. Just kidding. And then you're like, ah, you got me. Yeah. Here's 40 bucks. Sure. Ooh, 40. I know. I wouldn't get 40. I usually don't have cash. Though. I don't. I'm like, then I'd be like, mm, can you have like, uh, I can give you like some old receipts. Yeah. Crumpled <laughs> like, at the bottom of my bag and maybe like four pennies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like mints. Yeah. Maybe. Like mince. If I'm lucky. I have like bottom of the purse, like, mints I, I don't even have that on a real um, needy day yeah when I'm in a pickle yeah. I know it's me with my constant coffees yeah. I'm always in a pickle um so yeah they even just start straight up selling weed and coke and LSD whatever they can and then giving their like giving it to the community leaders and they were making like a million dollars a week yeah like just making a shit ton of money wow that is so fucking crazy yeah in 1973, things take a weird turn, and the police are called to New Vrindaban, and Keith tells them that the met, that men with machine guns came to the property and were attacking them. But when police asked around, no one could tell a straight no. story. Yeah. And the police get an anonymous call later that night saying the incident was just a middle-aged guy and a friend looking for his daughter. A few months prior, his 15-year-old daughter had gotten on a bus with a bunch of Hare Krishnas, and he believed that they were there. And so he goes to find her, and he brings a shotgun that accidentally does go off, but there's no machine gun. 
But it's this that start that. So the deputy at the sheriff's yeah, office. Yeah, it's a bad look. He's mm-hmm. like, why would he lie to me? Yeah. That's very, very weird. That's wild. And so he starts to be like, I need to keep tabs on them because if it's going in this direction, he's going to take – things are going to start getting weird. Yeah, yeah. And they do. Document all the things because we need to be able to see the prog- the progression of bullshit. Yeah. So Ham takes this opportunity to become more militant, to protect their community, and likely create that sense of paranoia – that, that people are out to get them, mm-hmm. yada, 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 like Osho, like 3HO, all these other communities that mm-hmm. are like, we're not safe. Right. We're the only ones that we- can protect you. Outside world is trying to get us to persecute us. And it creates this like sense of loyalty right. to like, your group. Right. Bleh. It's like, oh, we, we can only survive together. Mm-hmm. It's us against them. Yeah. This draws in slightly shadier characters into the mix. One in particular was named Thomas Drescher, and he was given the name Tirta, and he was a Vietnam vet who made people super uneasy, but he found comfort in Keith Ham. Like, he made him feel good, and so he quickly dedicated himself to him, and he kind of reminds me of a cross between Jeffrey Dahmer <gasps> and Milton from Office Space, you know, the stapler oh, guy. Stapler? Did anybody find my stapler? Yeah. Is anybody? So, like, if they were melded into one person. Oh. That's what he kind That's of what reminds he kind of gives you. Okay, yeah. okay. So Prabhupada... All bad. Yeah, Prabhupada ends up dying in 1977. So before even his palace of gold is made, and it leaves a power vacuum. So he intended to ensure the longevity of his community by appointing 11 members to a governing body. And they were to rule equally, but they all met in India and decided to put out this declaration that they were now gurus and should be worshipped as such oh fuck no yeah this is bad and at this point these guys were already living large like they're out there preaching like living simply and like leaving the material world but they're like probably driving in rolls royces because all cult leaders apparently have rolls royces i mean that's the only way to go i know and (laughs) one of them like literally had like gold plates yeah. That they would eat off of. Oh, my God. That is so bad. Honestly, it's so hard because I'm like, it's such an abuse of power and it's such an abuse of like, like they're just taking advantage mm-hmm. of all of these people so that they can, ele- oh, by the way, worship me. Yeah. That is so alert, weird to me. Alert, alert, Yeah. Red flag, red flag. Yeah. Am I recording? I am recording. Oh, shit. I always have. Now I'm like paranoid, especially because yeah. Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, I know. She um, I know. So though Prabhupada died, Ham presses on with this ornate palace. And the idea being that he will draw devotees from other ashrams to come to his. And then he will have the biggest community and he'll be the leader of all of oh, them. Oh, God. He also starts to position the palace as a tourist attraction to gain support of the locals, but some are still freaked out by the constant stream of new devotees still arriving, and some of them are, like, a little rough for the wear. But luckily for Keith Ham, he has Tirta, a.k.a. Thomas Drescher, mm-hmm. as a chief enforcer, and he goes about setting some examples of what happens when you fuck with when the Krishnas. With- and honestly, for because he's, like, that Vietnam vet. Like, he's, I'm sure he's got, like, some real... He's seen some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one man who, like, a local who had 
well known for like actually really being a dick too. Uh-huh. He is exiting a grocery store and he like here he's got his hands full of like groceries and he hears a really nice like here let me help you with that and he turns around and Thomas Drescher just starts beating him with Wait, a baseball what? bat. Yeah. Just unprovoked like yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, I think he left him with a, like, think of that next time you want to mess with the Krishnas kind of situation. What the fuck? Yeah. He also firebombed a house in retaliation to someone trying to start a fire in a devotee. Like, the locals were not chill. But he literally firebombed somebody's house. That is fucking crazy. He's, like, at war in his own head. 1979 brought Hare Krishna member Charles St. Dennis to New Vrindavan. St. Dennis was involved in a Krishna drug ring in Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach? Yeah, it turned bad, and he ended up coming to New Vrindavan to start over. Oh. He was a big guy, and he kind of looks like Buzz McAllister, but if he was, like, old and a Mm. lumberjack hippie. I wonder what Buzz McAllister looks like now. Oh, my God. He looks, like, almost exactly the same. He's in that Home Sweet Home Alone Uh -uh. as Buzz McAllister. Oh, gross. I know. But no, he looks almost he's exactly the same. probably a cool enough dude. But oh. he's just like the worst fucking character. I hate Buzz. <laughs> I know. Buzz Nobody just, loves Buzz. He's a fucking armpit, that guy. I know. So this guy was nice, though. Suppos- well, no, nice, supposedly. But he lives as a fringy, which is what they call somebody who lives on the farm but doesn't adhere to the strict practices. Okay. So he still, like, smokes weed, yeah. still drinks. He doesn't do the whole, like, robes thing. But he still likes... To be around them and living, living a peaceful there life. To be around like all of that, or is he like a farmhand? Like no, he's, he's living there to be like a part of it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, cool. So he soon meets Deborah Gear, who's the farm's only nurse, and they fall in love and have kids. Things are okay, but over the years, Saint Dennis notices Keith Ham getting real chummy with some of the construction workers that were coming to help build the palace, and so Saint Dennis is publicly like. You're fucking having sex with these guys and you're supposed to be like celibate. Yeah, yeah. And that's like and whatever, but and, like but you're not prac you're like holding other people to be celibate yeah. and being like, Oh, you have to either choose this or choose that. Yeah. Well, or you can't be here if you're down gay. With construction workers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. So he's like, that's fucking stupid. And so this is a trigger warning part. I mean, I said it at the top of the episode, but this This is where it is. So this isn't only where it is, but this (laughs) is a problem because for years, not only had he been messing around with construction workers, but he'd also been molesting young boys at the Guru Kula, which is the school on the commune. (sighs) And the problem wasn't only isolated to him. In 1997, ISKCON had to start its own CPS because the child abuse, neglect, and sexual abuse was so bad that came out of the schools, they, like, had to address it. And so one they started boy, their own? So they started their own. And one boy, during an interview, he said that he was asked to look at a photo of his class and ask who else had been sexually abused. And, and he, he was like, I had – Yeah, he's like, I had a hard time not picking out one, but, like, trying to find one that wasn't. Jesus, that's so disgusting. Yeah. That is so sad. Mm-hmm. How old are these kids at the time, do you think? Like elementary school. Uh, yeah. So you feel a little stabby. I know. St. Dennis had no loyalty to him. So if he were to find any of this out, he would go straight to the cops. Yeah. So in 1983, a member that I think he's the community accountant, his name is Dan Reed, comes to Keith and tells him his wife is having an affair with Charles St. Dennis and he's going to kill him. And... 
Keith says that it's in the scriptures that, you know, if someone messes around with someone else's wife, they should pay with death. And he goes, he says, you're going to have Tirta do it. So go have Thomas Drescher do it. So when Drescher goes to Ham for confirmation, because he was like, like, you surely didn't give. Are you sure? He says that. Yeah, St. Dennis has disrespected me one too many times and he need this is the price he needs to pay. And Drescher was like, Oh, I I thought this was about like him being a dick and fucking and like, around. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, this is about you. But he does it anyway. So that night Oh no. So that night Dan Reed invites Charles St. Dennis over for a beer, and when he arrives, he's shot eleven times, still standing. Oh my god. Then he's stabbed until the knife breaks. What? Yeah. Then when that doesn't work. This guy's fucking crazy. He's huge. He's stabbed with a screwdriver and then that doesn't work. So then he's stabbed. I mean, I'm sure it's he's hit over the head with a hammer until he's motionless. Oh, like he was still trying to like he's fight still through. fighting. He's through like, hold on, all of it. this this knife didn't work. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get. My yeah, they're just like, no, let me just try okay, again. Hold on, let me just stop, try stop, again. Stop, 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 stop. Mm, that didn't work. Okay, hold on, let me go get. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that is fucking crazy. Yeah. So Reed and Drescher take his body out to a small riverbed where Drescher had diverted a like a stream, built a dam. So they wrap Saint Dennis in a tarp. And as they're doing it, he opens his eyes. Fuck and he's off! like, he's like, don't do that. You're gonna smother me. Fuck. Then they go on and cover him with the tarp. <laughs> Cause they were they're like, that's not gonna stop them at this point. Yeah. That's extremes. not gonna make that big of a difference. No. And then they cover him, topple the dam over his body, and the stream goes back to normal and he's not seen again. Oh my god. And that way no dogs are gonna find him because no. he's under the he's water. Underwater. He's under mm-hmm. like the dam. Yeah. A dam. He's buried. Yeah. And this won't be the only death that is ordered by Keith Ham at New Vrindaban. And it's the missing body of Charles St. Dennis that keeps the local sheriff on Ham's tail for years before he finally ends up in prison. Good. And that is the end of part one. <laughs> I know. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Yeah. Good. I know. That kind of was quick, it felt. It was quick. Yeah. Because I feel like... Like, because he's continuously, like, sticking with him, like, there's going to be a lot of other shit uncovered. So he's, like, good. So good. 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 What should we call this one? Um, (laughs) I, like, am thinking about how much it took to stab or to get to like take Ugh. out homeboy yeah that's not it you know what tirta is no no still keith ham keith ham is spiritually keith ham. fucked. i fucking hate him yeah spiritually i didn't fucked. know i was gonna hate him keith ham is cuckoo and spiritually fucked cuckoo and spiritually fucked also cuckoo he totally Bellevue. looks like a psychopath i don't even i don't even have the words to like actually like i don't have the words to like describe him other than like you look at him and you're like, oh, oh no. that guy, yeah, Spirit. stay He's away, sir, he, stay away wanna, from him. You don't want to see what's on his heart. He's like that old crazy uncle that like you no one wants to talk to, mm-hmm. like wiry there and crazy. Whoa, mm-hmm. he looks all kinds of crazy. He looks like never mind. That's gonna be fucked up to say. I'll take it back. <laughs> Wait, who are you going to say? Nothing. I can't say it. Someone we know? No. 
A celebrity? No, but somebody who's been through it. Oh. I know. Yuck. He looks He's missing a tooth even? Oh, is this? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll post pictures. My God. My God. My God is right. All right. Stay tuned for next week, which for us might be in two seconds. But I don't know. We got to go get them kids. Oh, 2.23. We have to leave here at what time? I leave at like 50. You leave at 50. Yeah, it makes no difference. I still am like stuck in that line. Yeah. Okay, we can crack it out. We can crack it out. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, bye. Bye.